0: Today on the Church Misfit Podcast, we bring in one of our very longtime friends, Tyler Schutze, who just wrote his first book called The Awkward List. Tyler brings some hilarious stories from not only his book, but also life experiences while going through ministry and just living life to the fullest. You won't want to miss these amazing stories, the timely wisdom, and the encouragement to be the best you you can be. After being locked down for many, many months, we are back. Welcome back, everybody. With a special edition of the big old book club. Badass mm. book club. Why didn't it sound like that when I say it? <laughs> I don't know. And this week is special. I have it's my life partner. You have your wife partner. Joe, you still have tears in your eyes I do. from being off screen. Well, before we hit we go, Zach was sharing some really bad jokes
1: about some family members, and I, I would couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that really bad joke. will get back to my family members. Uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't stop laughing. Woo. No. I, okay. So this is uh, our fifth episode of the Badass Book Club, which we love. We love doing this. Mm. But the first here is that my wife has joined us. Ramona Elliott oh, is here. God. The you Ramona Dodger. The, name the too. Ramona Elliott. <laughs> Middle name? No. Oh, you want to guess? What would Mona's middle name be? If you were to have a kid and name her Mona, what would you give her as a middle name? This
2: is a great Mm. way to get me back on the show. (laughs) Eileen. Great. We're doing really well. Mona
1: Eileen Elliott. That is it. You it. That actually would be very pretty. No, instead it's Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Um, Okay, Mona. Give us
2: that smile. (laughs) There it is. Oh, my gosh. Okay,
1: so... Uh, but seriously, how many times have I asked you to do a podcast and you have rejected me for a long, long time?
2: Yeah. W- so, a- what was it about
1: this time that made you say yes? Because, um, uh, by the way, your contract says you're on for the next three podcasts. I know. I heard that too. O- okay, good.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to speak with my you still agent. Came up so, here, though.
2: yeah, very special um, thing happened. Basically, somebody got sick and couldn't make it tonight. And so. I would have felt like a total jerk What she I means did it help is, help
3: we're talking help about out. my book and she really wanted to be part of it. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: She's yes. a supportive
2: That was friend. that was Thank the you, Mona, yes. for the love.
3: Share some love to her in the comments after this. Yes.
2: I will say it yeah, if there was somebody that I would want to come and support and share thoughts about their book, it would be Tyler. So no, no,
3: yes. no I am glad.
1: I am glad that it go. gets to be on this podcast. All right, Joe, your yeah. love next.
2: Oh,
3: we'll
1: who gets you after Zach? Yeah, no,
0: I'm, I'm <laughs> so glad you're here, Tyler. It is. Yeah. What he said. Yeah. All right, so moving right <laughs> along, they said it couldn't be done. Yeah. The boy from Oklahoma has written a book. I, I learned know. to
3: read, and I learned to write. I didn't know he could read. And now I got a book. woo Doggy. Yes.
1: Anything can happen. That's amazing. Yeah, you go
3: through the Calist internship and anything can
0: happen. Yeah. Shameless plug. Sign up below.
3: That's
1: right. Yeah. (coughs) Never doing that again.
3: Although
0: in uh, In reading. That inspired most of our awkward list stories. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah. In reading through it the second time, I already found some spelling errors. Uh, Mm. So I won't take credit for that part of it. That is definitely Oklahoma in you. Well. (laughs) um, Yeah, we're excited about talking about this. The Awkward List by Tyler Schutze. There it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, okay, set it up. You wrote this book on an awkward list. This is yeah, an inspired actual by, list. Yeah,
1: inspired by
3: you, man. That
0: was on yourself. Oh, yeah, on. no, no.
3: This is this was on my notes app on my iPhone and ex- expanded into an entire book. So, like, the whole idea behind it is uh, taking those. Well, start off with the awkward moments that we all have come to love and share with Catalyst Journey, and uh, I was putting those down of like these are the time, things I don't want to forget. And then, like during the uh, just some the ups and downs of life when uh, you 're kind of getting hit by those voices saying hey you 're not doing much you 're not going anywhere. what are you even doing with this life you 've been given I end up turning back to that list one day just to get a few laughs out of it from our journey, and I started like pouring everything else on there, whether it's awkward or funny or anything else, and just these things are like, "Wait, no, life is huge mm-hmm. we 've done a lot there 's a lot to it 's all worth living for, and we want to remember that so Uh, it was helping me get out of kind of those depression periods, those times where I'm just beating myself up and, uh, just kept me going towards, wait, what kind of stories and memories do I want to make going forward into the future? That's the kind of perspective that I feel like I want everyone to have. That's like the catalyst idea of what are you doing with your life? Are you living with passion, purpose, depth? And, uh, yeah, I wrote a book about it. So a lot of catalyst stories, all the good stuff.
0: I love it. It's like how I've framed up my life. If my life was a book, would it actually be something I want to read? Mm -hmm. What is the story that I'm telling everybody?
3: Yeah, yeah. this idea that uh, a lot of people are just reading the story of their life, but they're not writing it. They're not playing that author, and they're just letting it go wherever it goes, and uh, whether that's good or bad, we're just seeing where it ends up. No, grab the pen. Write your life. Mm. Do something worth
0: reading. Let's set the scene just a little bit mm. and think of, I mean, because these all came from like serving with youth, working for a church, yeah. different, think of an awkward experience. No, I've got one. <laughs> yeah, I've got a bunch. And, uh, and let's hear it. Okay. Awkward church experience.
3: Oh man, I will, I will kick it off and then I want to hear all yours. This is a Catalyst one. This is when we first started Catalyst and uh, we were really diving into the, like the young adult uh, 20s stuff, and we're like, you know, how do we how do we build community? Let's run a boat. Let's rent a barge. And so we rent this large. It's called Large Marge, the party barge. We invited a bunch of people from the local community college out. Uh, a lot of the people in our community already going, and we go out to this, and pretty good turnout. First thing off, kid jumps in the off the boat as soon as we get there, and the captain cusses this kid out to no end. He like taught me new 50, words. Fifteen minutes of uh, ranting of just. Uh, the things that Jack, Zach will not say on on with you all, but I've heard him say <laughs> immediately before this, so his family talked to him
0: about this. And to but, be fair, it was totally deserved. Oh, this yeah, was yeah. an ACC, like a community college student. The boat hadn't even stopped yet, oh, and he wow. just goes from the upper deck into the water. Just dives right in. But that's not even the awkward part in this whole thing. It was not until we were
3: halfway through the trip that, I think me and you, we decided to go to the upper deck, and then like half of our community has taken the chairs up there circle them up, each one putting their feet on top of the other one, and they're yeah. all giving this like giant show them. Foot
1: ma- oh my oh! God! Show them. giant foot massage. If, if Zach had a like book about him, it people. would be a scratch and sniff book. You <laughs> right. definitely smell his feet. The dude never wears socks with his this shoes. Episode's I don't understand coming that.
0: in 4D. Okay. That
1: yeah. was yeah that's a good awkward moment. Yeah, yeah. This is
0: the start of <laughs> that's our community. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that that group we called it the circus yeah. because it led to a lot of awkward moments. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, coined definitely. terms like shining glistening Jesus parts. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember giving the sex talk one time and somebody was like, "Yes! Yes! Yes!" <laughs> oh my god. Just all about oh, it. Oh man. So we made a cake that said yes, yes, yes on it for they the did. next week. That was the sex cake. And uh-huh. you I
3: remember you told everyone if they wanted to talk that night, they had to be holding the sex cake. Uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, some some of these things you write down to remember. Gonna, some of them you just want to forget. Conversation
3: out of it, like these were the things that were like memory moments that everyone grew from, and I promise they haven't forgotten unless they suppressed it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is lovely. I'm going to share it with someone else's, and I, they'll have to remain yeah. nameless. But it's a classic story of this pastor who thought he was praying over some lady, oh and and had his hand <laughs> on her shoulder. Turned out. He was not touching her shoulder that whole time. He had his eyes closed, praying for her. Head down, mm. eyes closed. <laughs> so, and yeah, laying
3: maybe, on maybe a hands. Maybe keep your eyes open, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe you're gonna lay yes, some hands. Yes. No. <laughs> she got a prayer's uh, answer. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Mona threw a, a sandwich at a homeless guy once. Uh, uh, that's not
2: the story I'm telling, and that has nothing to do with youth,
1: First
0: of all, <laughs> no, I, I don't know if there's any turning back now. But
3: it is. Share
2: ends, any awkward story. But so, this is worth I, remembering. <laughs> my awkward youth story was there was a mom who dropped off one of her kiddos. And this was back before I had ever heard a term that I'm going to tell you as a part of the story. Um, And so she basically dropped him off. I think it was a him. She dropped him off and said, "Um, this is so-and-so first time at youth group. And I just need to let you know something. And she came in really close to me. And I was like, "Okay, sure. She's like, I just want to make you aware he has ass boogers. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm "Sorry, yes, what?" <laughs> and pretty, when, pretty sure the you have to understand. I had never will. heard of Aspergers, and so the only thing I could, my mind, <laughs> just processed it as Aspergers. She didn't actually say Aspergers. So get that him was a just the only thing <laughs> That I could understand, and I didn't understand. Why she was dropping off her kid and telling the youth leader this <laughs> that should be totally confidential, so I just kind of took the information and started walking the hallway, thinking, how am I going to go and tell my husband, who's a youth, pa- youth pastor, that this parent is you know giving this kind of information out, and I had no idea what we're supposed to do with it, and thankfully, as no, I was wonderful. walking the hallway thinking about it, I was able to recollect a different conversation that I had with someone, and I connected the dots that it was Asperger's <laughs> and not Asperger's, so... It's a
3: whole different kind of yes. unit <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so That was my most awkward conversation. I think she must have looked <sighs> at my eyes, and they must have had such shock in them. She probably thought, this is not the right place for oh me to be dropping gosh. my kid off.
1: That's good. <laughs> Do you have any favorite moments with uh, Catalyst? Oh, there's so many. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like, um, I think... Uh, Best one is, you know, me uh, telling youth um, the story of doubting Thomas. No, no. Yes, this <laughs> is the worst. I was thinking in my mind. Can I tell this story? <laughs> no, I can't. Oh. But Joe can. It's Go a, ahead. And it's it's really not a big deal. <laughs> well, I heard the legends just, of it was you know huge, what I mean. Like a, other, there have been other follies in church history that are bigger than this one.
2: This was a total miss on your part. It even was even a miss,
1: <laughs> but it they, but they remember the story and maybe that's all that matters there you go no I'm just trying to describe what happened between Jesus and doubting Thomas where Jesus turned to Thomas and said you know put your finger in my hole (laughs) And it, what was the context of this? <laughs> Where did you see this? And
2: then he just kept on <laughs> I think with kept going. Going. the story. I just kept going, and everybody like, is snickering and looking like, at each other laughing? like, what in the world did he just say? And so then Joe gets kind of frustrated because nobody's going with forward in the story with him. He's like, what? What is the problem? And I had to speak up and just let him know that he just told Thomas to stick his finger in Jesus's hole. <laughs> <laughs>
1: factual it was factual that is
0: the worst when you're on stage and you don't realize what you've already said
1: tell me this is not what your book is about (laughs) no but this is (laughs) this could be the worst introduction to a book of all time
3: but this is where it all starts it starts off with just remembering your past where have you come from what are the things worth remembering worth living (laughs) for the experiences that uh add color to life and from there, there's, there's no escaping after coming up with some of these stories with friends, people you've made these experiences with, without coming to the things that were more meaningful, impactful. Uh, and some of the, whether it's the trauma you've gone or are working through now, it's the things that are like you would never want to escape. And I think that's where it all began is like I started realizing we have the story that we're writing. We have one life. Why am I forgetting my story? Like I'm about to turn 30 like, am I really going to forget 30 years of experience, 30 years of memories, not learn from it, not grow from it? Because I think that's what most people do. It's like, I read, wrote down the book, a lot of people treat life like the back of a shampoo bottle. Uh, mm. Make memories, forget memories, rinse and repeat. Mm. It's like, we we don't learn a single thing. We just keep on going through the same loop, same cycle, and we're we're totally missing the point that... We have a whole library of information. Thirty years of experience, knowledge built up. I mean, what, what is it? Uh...
2: Yes, thirty years. We have thirty years of it. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, thirty.
3: Yeah, It was very generous, I right there. I do have right? thirty years, yeah. so, and a couple more. But
2: yeah. what is it? Uh,
3: Malcolm Gladwell says, like, it's was it ten thousand hours? And you should be like a master at something. Should we? I think
0: Macklemore said that.
3: Macklemore, yeah.
0: They quoted uh, my... Yeah, yeah, okay, there yeah. we go. I'm pretty Either sure it way, was Trump. Either both his rep... <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that podcast next. Okay. okay. But it's like, if that is anywhere remotely true, we should all be masters of existence mm. on how to live well, mm. live right, uh, do things that matter, and why, why are so many of us not? Or forgetting it on the daily. Even if you're doing well in it, why do we forget that almost daily and uh, kind of despair sometimes on mm. that stuff? That's and nice. that's the stuff we need to grasp I think we should write it down, store those things up, but also start working that towards the future as well. Again, what, what memories do you want to make? What are your goals? What's the legacy gonna be like? Because uh, every day you are writing that story that someone else is going to be building off of. You know, you're writing, you're setting the stage for a whole another generation, or even next year for you, your family, your friends, the world. Like, mm. I think there's something worth writing a good story on. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I just know that like in the middle of large Marge. I wanted to jump off the boat. It oh, yeah. kind of felt like the Titanic. And some of these other stories that's true also. So how do you bring purpose into these awkward or weird moments? In Definitely. The moment?
3: Let's let's take our traumatic experiences on there. I've got a I got a couple chapters just dealing with like, okay, not all not all of life is these funny, awkward moments. There's a lot of like hurt, damage, trauma on there. And uh it's a, trauma is like a It's almost like a zombie. It's like these dead memories that we store up, and they don't just go away. Like There's there. You just got like this decaying memory stored up inside you until it decides one day to like rise up and start haunting you in your days. And a lot of people, again, they they refuse to deal with any of that stuff. They refuse to go with issues from their parents, bad breakups and all that stuff, and then they can't tell why they suddenly have mood swings. They can't Mm -hmm. tell why they can't be in a good relationship and can't trust anyone. They can't tell why they're constantly miserable and despair because they can't trust the world it's because they got all these rotting things inside them coming up to haunt you coming up to go after your brain like a zombie and take control so i got the whole like survive, uh, zombie survival chapter on what you do with this trauma and how do you double tap put it down and actually live with purpose instead of being haunted by your past
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, so and that was your vinyl effect chapter. Mm-hmm. And that was a, I thought that was a great analogy. One of the things that's so great about um the way you wrote this book is it is filled with a lot of a, a real life examples and analogies that people of all ages can connect with. And and it's a great balance of of taking um you know prompting people to look at their life through a certain lens. And then using that information to help hone in your purpose. So I think you you also had a great uh, chapter on dragons. And I remember, yeah. and honestly, I did not remember this. I don't know why, because it was huge for mm-hmm. you um, uh, until I was reading the book and I was like, oh yeah, Tyler almost died. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that came from out of nowhere. That had nothing to do with your past. Yeah. And and so talk to us about like the idea of, of dragons and how they, how you mm-hmm. overcame that situation, but how those arise and and kind of derail yeah. us. It feels like from purpose. Oh man, just uh, so the background on this is, yeah, like Joe
3: said, uh, like came close to like that death period at one point in my life. Uh, me and Zach went to go play ultimate frisbee like good hipsters one day, which <laughs> is not an entirely. Big contact sport. I mean, it's not, it's not super You're rough. You're it wrong. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I played it wrong that day. But after we were done, uh, the next day I woke up and I had these, like, giant like car crash bruises on me like I was dying. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't feel a thing. I felt fine. But, it, I mean, it looked like I just got jumped into a gang. Uh, me just being kind of reckless kept on going about my day until some friends told me, I, dude, you need to go to the doctor and figure out what this is. Uh, My cheap ass got down to the free medical clinic downtown, (laughs) got my blood tested because it was free. It was like a week later, they got back to me, and then uh, we're on our way down to this Mumford and Son show. Most inconvenient. Yeah. Like on our way, Um, I get this call from the doctor, and he says, Is this Tyler Schutze? Yeah. You got to get to the hospital now. Well, I'm I'm actually about to go to a show. Can I go after? now so zach talks me to going down to the show or uh, didn't go to the show went to the hospital I yeah, yeah, yeah I still mourn the i'm still mourning through this i'm still mourning through this uh get down there there's people like throwing up
0: have broken bones they're like on the edge of death i'm feeling fine and there they, was a guy with a gunshot wound in the waiting room just sitting there they
3: called my name first they rushed uh, him to the back yeah, they they said hey you got to get in this wheelchair i said i can i can walk you should've gone an ambulance here i'm still having to, clueless on what happened the uh, the big idea is uh, it turns out i like had something killing all of the platelets which cause uh, clotting to happen so you don't bleed to death either internally or externally uh, most people have about uh, what was it, like two no three Hundred to 400,000 platelets, I had like 3,000 in me. Yeah. So they're like, no, you, you trip and fall. You're just going to bleed to death and forever and beyond. That's why I had these giant bruises on me because I couldn't heal.
2: He rode a motorcycle at the time. I
3: also rode a motorcycle at the time. <laughs> yeah. So I would just been this like, nasty, bloody streak <laughs> on the highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in, in the book, I talk about this being a dragon. We have these dragons that swoop in um, out of nowhere. And a dragon is the tragedies and the grief and the big things in life that come in and just wreck the place. You're not trying to kill this thing. You're just trying to survive it. You're just trying to struggle well through it all because sometimes life isn't always about trying to advance and get to the next spot to earn purpose. It's like you already have purpose. Just struggle well, maintain, get to the next thing uh, because life is not always uh, on the up and up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is the thing that came in and I was feeling on top of the world when I was like 22, I think I was, maybe 23. Uh, and this sent me back. Oh, wait, I'm not immortal like mm-hmm. i can just be wiped off the face of this earth in no time mm-hmm. what am i doing with my life what what do i do with this time when i'm feeling like so frail but mm-hmm. you know it's like it's not about what you're accomplishing in all always it's just keep on moving forward
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so what so what is the takeaway so from this mm-hmm. book who did you you had an audience in mind when you yeah. wrote it who do you want reading this book and what do you want them pulling from it
3: Honestly, I mean, like you said, it, it can't apply to any age, but my, my is who I wrote to, it was the catalyst audience. It is that uh, age 16 to 24 and, and why it is that age is because there's so much transition going on during that time of what am I doing with my life? What kind of life do I want to live? Uh, do I want to live with purpose, fulfillment, or do I just want to? Because no one says I want to grow up and have the 9-to-5 the job, which there's nothing wrong with that. But the 9-to-5 job where I'm settled, I'm miserable, I've got a family that tolerates me, and I'm going to do that for 60 years until I'm gone. And there's nothing wrong with having a set-hour job. There's nothing wrong with, of course, having a family, but it's the mentality that everything is very ordinary. Hmm. And that's just death, that everything is just very plain, the world is as it is, and I can't help the injustice. I'm maybe-ish happy, but hey, that's better than some people. It's the idea that we have an epic life to live. We, uh, we can step into this purpose, this depth, this fulfillment by changing our perspective, understanding our identity, and pushing forward in the right areas, taking advantage of our life and making it what it needs to be, not just taking advantage of, uh, our, of it just being ordinary.
2: Mm-hmm. I think, as a mom, one of the things that I got out of this book, and it relates to my funny story from earlier, mm-hmm. but was the book on um do a
0: sandwich my, at the homeless guy no it was it was chapter circle. seven
2: on potential and I just reading that chapter, you wrote it as I think you said you were in sixth grade, maybe seventh grade mm, something like that yeah, yeah. sixth grade um, so I have a seventh grader, and just hearing your story about a coach t- <laughs> pulling you aside and you being excited about this conversation thinking that you're one of this like chosen people you know yeah, and him pull pulling into you a yeah into this huddle some of us into a huddle right <laughs> just to tell you that you have absolutely no athletic ability and <laughs> yeah. that but you have potential and the way that you heard potential was kind of like how i heard aspergers you know <laughs> yeah. like this is not you heard it as crap you know like that's basically what you heard from that word potential he thought he was telling you something great and you totally digested that completely differently and it hurt and it was embarrassing and you didn't believe him you know and just all of those things and I thought to myself as a a mom like what things are my kids having go on at school or what things am I saying at home like I could totally see myself having this conversation you Mm -hmm. know and saying you, you know you got this on your report card you have so much potential but you're you know and them taking that me thinking that i'm saying something so great and them hearing something so different and so just being able to get into your mind at that age i think you do a really good job looking back and trying to capture what somebody at that age is thinking when they hear certain things that we may not i you know getting a little bit further removed isn't I'm not as tapped into so I just really appreciated that you really took the time to, to look back and try to pinpoint what it, what these things were that were said to you um, that were difficult and you paint a whole new picture of how somebody should um, think through potential and how they should view it which is actually super healthy and I think those are the concepts that are helpful for youth so anyway it, it's good for parents to read too.
0: So I've always thought the potential yeah. sucks, and uh, I got and-
3: that a lot from Zach. He's,
0: he's- <laughs> <laughs> and recently, I've realized that people have stopped saying I have so much potential. Do you think I've Congra- made it? <laughs> Congratulations, or, or they've given up on me? <laughs> 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 have they just given up on me?
3: Oh man. Well, uh, well I'll answer this. Do- Am I athletic, Zach? And then I'll answer you out depending that coach on how was, you...
0: That coach was saving you a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you still have a
3: lot of potential. Was,
0: <laughs> you got hustle in you, Tyler. That's, That's right. what you got. That's right. <laughs> yes.
3: Just wasn't on the track team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So, you know, here, here's the deal. I love... First of all, I love that you wrote this book. Um, Your, your heart for others comes out loud and clear in this. I think it's a great pickup. For, for really people of all ages, but especially if if you're in that, you know, as you said, a sixteen, you know, twenty something kind of age bracket. Um, this is a this is a good read. And so I wanna I wanna share something else with our listeners too. First of all, I want to encourage you to go get a copy of this book, The Awkward List by Tyler Schutze. He needs to feed his cats. Mm. That's yes. Right. On on Amazon, <laughs> all, the all proceeds go to the 5,000 cats he it's has in his house. It's 99
0: cents today on Amazon. 99 yeah. cents. Go is get it. Really? It. Well, they don't know what today is. <laughs> right. You may have just missed it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Okay. I, so,
3: I can run that ad. We can do this. We can do that.
1: Okay, so the website is The Awkward List. Mm hmm. Dot com. Um, you also have what are your hashtags you're running for this yeah just how uh, i mean, hashtag the awkward list okay i mean i yeah, just run with that one mm-hmm. okay so if you do this here's what here's my offer here's our catalyst offer oh man so oh, sweet we cataly- cataly- have a catalyst <laughs> offer um our our real goal here is to help people understand how they're uniquely made right mm-hmm. to tap into their own design and and the really the purpose that unlocks in yeah. their life for them. And we're going to talk about this more in our next episode. Tyler, you're going to be back to go on to a deep dive with purpose. Yeah, so I love so it's this. It's right? going to be good. Gosh. She signed a contract, three That's episodes. Right. So this is only number one. Um, and so we, if you buy the book, I want you to, to, to show us proof of purchase. You can email us, you can hit us up, and we'll give you half off of the Purpose Project. So your book retails for what? That's uh, $15 on Amazon or 15 bucks. $5 on Kindle. And we're going to offer you 80 bucks in return. You buy the $15 book, it's you're going to get deal. $80 off doing and the Purpose Project.
0: And both so. of those are a lot cheaper than therapy. <laughs> oh, no. right. yes. Uh-huh.
1: Listen, here's the deal. Um, so for those of you that are still new to the Purpose Project, if, you could, if we could save you years and years and years of heartache and headache trying to figure out what your path is and what you should be doing, then that's the purpose project we're gonna fast forward expedite accelerate your learning process by helping you understand what takes most people decades we'll help you figure out in about 90 minutes Um, i know that's a big big statement but we've been doing this for a long time and we have our own hacks on the way we help talk to people and bring out the best of how they're designed and put it together to know the core themes how you're wired and what you should be doing to make an impact in the world. So, if that's of interest to you, then buy the book first, mm-hmm. and it then should hit be us up. Of interest
0: to you, yeah. <laughs> Please right. let it be. Well, of not interest everybody, to
1: everybody you. is super motivated. You it know what I mean? of interest it's to you kind of like,
0: like, is of interest to me. Right, look, here's the pitch for <laughs> the that. The world like, needs you.
1: Yeah.
3: The, the, me writing a book is a result of Catalyst and the Purpose Project, and if nothing else, the elements of it because some of this started even before y'all formed that. Yeah. Like that helped me connect the dots between my creativity, the writing side, purpose all that good stuff all the junk that's in this book that came out from all of those elements you want this cuz whether you write a book whether you whatever you do Know
1: how you're wired. That's just how you do it. Yeah, we experimented on Tyler for years with the Purpose Project, <laughs> a certified guinea pig, and we realized a lot what didn't work. But now we have perfected it. I had potential, right? <laughs> <laughs> not on the track team or doing know. hurdles, but no, this is good stuff. That's Tyler, awesome. thank you. It's a great Congrats book. on writing a book oh, that oh, is thanks, not man. an easy feat, and we're excited uh, to join you in this journey. See where see where it goes and
0: the lives that it's going to impact. So let's do it. Also, hi, Mary Meter for more free content from joe and his team of church misfits visit www.catalystcollective.community